Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowitz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader and hosts a talk show on WCPT Radio, and he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, David. It's been a few years since we talked about municipal budgets. Okay. I was prompted by the recent Tribune expose on sexual harassment and sex abuse of students in Chicago public schools to which the Emanuel administration reacted with a couple of expensive solutions. One is to throw up to half a billion dollars at a law firm to investigate and make recommendations as to how Chicago public schools could address these abuses. The mayor said they'll get all the resources they need. Yeah, I saw that. No problem. They're going to get all the money. Where is that money coming from? Just to provide a little context for our listeners, the city of Chicago has about eight budgets. There's the municipal budget, which is what we normally think of when we think of this city. There's the mayor's office. There's streets and sand. There's police and fire. That's all in the municipal budget. Yeah, which this year is about $8.6 billion. Wow. God, it's that much, huh? Yeah. I remember for some reason in my mind, $6 billion was the figure. Well, the Board of Education's budget is roughly $5.8 billion. $5.8, okay. And so that's the second largest, what we call sister agencies like the Park District and Chicago Transit Authority, but none of them come close to those two numbers. What's the Chicago Transit Authority's budget? This year it's $1.5 billion. thought it would be higher. Next is Housing Authority at $1.2 billion. Chicago Housing Authority, yeah. wow. Since we're on the roll here, yeah. Park District, $462 million. City Colleges, $443 million. Then we have the Public Building Commission. Ah, how much are they? Just $10 million. $10 million? Yeah. Just in a broad sense, you've been looking at city finance for a long time. Yeah. Looking back over years of looking at city budgets, what jumps out at you as having changed over that time around budgets in the city of Chicago? There seems to be less emphasis, I think, on the municipal budget as the be-all and end-all of budgets. And this was part of the dog and pony spectacle of the Mayor Daly years. He was really clever. He would focus so much attention on the municipal budget, which is, as you pointed out, police, fire, and, you know, all the other... Uh, water. Water, et cetera, <clears throat> would leave schools and parks out. And he would put so much attention on that budget as though that budget in and of itself was the barometer that you should use to judge his effectiveness as a fiduciary overseer of the city of Chicago. We should point out that all these other agencies that I named have governing bodies or boards that are appointed yeah. by the mayor. So effectively, he controls everything. That's the way the system is set up. And uh, a powerful mayor like Daly or Rahm will take advantage of that power given to them. But the game that they played, in the, and it was really pronounced under Daly's year, 
He would have budget hearings. Like he would be acting under the pretense that I'm really going to listen to what the people have to say before I craft this budget like it wasn't crafted already. These public neighborhood hearings that you were talking about that Mayor Daly created quite a spectacle out of in terms of having all the department heads line up at a front table. I miss those days. And sit and listen to citizen after citizen come up to the microphone and just talk about anything under the sun. Anything, yeah. If my memory serves correctly, when Mayor Emanuel introduced his first budget in 2011, he attempted to do the same kind of thing that Mayor Daley did, and it didn't go well. No, well, he changed it. Instead of having all the department heads, he did like a talk show. Yes, he did. It's like Oprah. And uh, I went to the one at Kennedy King on Englewood. Mayor Rahm was alone on the stage with the uh, woman who was the chancellor of the city colleges, and she interviewed, quote-unquote, interviewed him. Scattered throughout the crowd were department heads. So Daly had it Head table. like the last supper, you know, yeah. where he would be in the middle, <laughs> and his apostles would be on either side of him, and you would have the police chief, the fire chief. It really was democracy. I mean, you could ask, I have a question for Streets and Sand. And then Daly would say, hey, how come you haven't paved this guy's street? And the Streets and Sand guy would go. So you think there was real accountability? I don't know if I would say it was real, but I would say there was the pretense of accountability. I made fun of it relentlessly when it was going on, but I missed it when it ended, and I think it should be brought back. Yes, it makes citizens feel better to be able to confront the head of Streets and Sanitation or the head of the Water Department. But is there is there any other value besides that? Yeah, the value is you get to put on the public record directly to the mayor whatever your point of view is. It's democracy in its rawest form. So let's fast forward to the Emanuel public budget hearings. He did this, what you called Oprah-style. He had the Oprah-style one in 2011 and got very offended when city workers, unionized city workers, began to object publicly to him about cutoffs and layoffs. I remember he was contemptuous of them, and he just dismissed it as just like a, a setup, an organized setup. On stage. Yeah, from the stage, and he made kind of sarcastic remarks. He engaged with the people in a sort of a contemptuous way that Mayor Daley never did. Mayor Daley, say what you will about Mayor Daley, I spent many years criticizing him, that's for sure. He could handle one of these meetings. You know, Ram, there's not that connection. He confronted the people. He was nasty. And, you know, he was Ram. But he got a bad reaction. And after that, that was it. No more public meetings. No more. There was one at Kennedy King, and then there was one Malcolm X, and that may have been another one. After that first year, no more. He he just cut it out. We'll end it there. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, David. Listeners, you can follow us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash inside gov. That's inside G-O-V. Follow us on Twitter at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. And you know that 20th Century Technology email contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening.